Praise the Lord. But in the meantime, we want to take up a few more questions and then just for a few minutes and uh, we'll move on as God wills. So, um, once again, intelligent people ask questions. As I said about you, are you intelligent? If a person says no, then ask him, are you dull? Because you cannot be in the middle. You're either intelligent or you're dull. So, please ask again, are you intelligent? What's the answer? If the person said no, then ask him, are you dull? Okay, if the person says no to the first one, then tell him that I am telling you are dull. Then put it to him that you are dull. If you are not intelligent, then you are dull. Forgive. Mercy. Alright. So, let's go quickly. If, uh, is there any question anybody would like to ask? We're asking a few questions before the other session. So, um, we've talked about how to have a certain type of image, isn't it? Yeah, presentation and all that, so that carry yourself and all that. Now, is there any question on that area or any other area, please, so that we can make progress, right? Any question? Yes, yes. Bishop Saki, out of um, curiosity, I just wanted to ask um, in regards to the, the um, is it a the nature a service is, is held. Because mm-hmm. uh, when, I, when I went to Guinea, one of the things I noticed is that almost all the churches, apart from the Orthodox churches, they have um, something like Sunday school, which is like a new believer school, mm. just before the, the main service. And, I said, and in the course of the main service, too, they choose to have worship, like praises and worship before the, the word. Now, I remember one of them came to... My, they visited me in my church and they were asking me why do I have um, like a new believer school after the service and also why do I do worship and praise before so I don't know whether there's I just told them that well that's what I know and it's, I, I'm, not, I'm not obliged to change to follow what they are doing mm. so I don't know whether there's maybe a, a pattern a pattern here. a way of right Reverend Ayi, what do you think please give the microphone to Reverend Ayi. He's asking that is there any pattern that we have for our church services? Should it be should we have should we have Sunday school, Bible study, should we have praise and worship, praise before worship and the word, or praise and worship in between the word? You preach a letter, have praise and worship and the word, or is there any way or should we share the grace at the end or at the beginning? So at the end or so at the beginning. So it's asking what pattern. I think that's what I also came to meet. And the Which one? Bible says that um, what no. we do. What do we Praise do? and worship at the beginning to the end. So he's asking yeah. about the Sunday school. Is it, is it, do you have a pattern of having Sunday school? No. Before the service or after the service? No. New believer school. All right. Yes, yeah, so it depends on when the people come. The people are available to have Sunday school. They're available after the service. After the service. I think we have it in between the services. At um, London, London Apache. Yeah, you have between. Between the services. Yeah, in between. Right. Because for those who have come for first service and leaving, we get them in between first and second. Those who have come in between second and third, and then those who come after third. So, yeah, that's how it's done. Yeah. Great. So, it depends on 
when people come and then how much time you have because as he said that's what we also do at the Kodesh we have New Bilue school at the end of like at the end of second um, second service they go out there and then have it we have it at the end actually is it it's yeah we have it at the end they join the, the new convert they have the new school shortly after 15 20 minutes and then they go home then the other service come they also have it after the altar call all the new believers join them and then they have the class and then they close you know so that's what we do and it's convenient and then also with this um, we also have um, at the Kodesh because we have you have the school school of the word and uh, projects and all that training we have it before the service we have short prayer 20 minutes of school of the word or victorious living and then praise and worship will start and we carry on but we try to keep everything within two hours so if your Sunday school or whatever you're doing I'm based on the convenience but if it is too long it, it, it will be it will be against the run of play I think services should last for two hours not more you know if it's beyond two hours then it is way too long do you see right the Sunday service preaching the service 30 minutes 35 maximum then we are finished preaching for Sunday you know so what what we do is what we practice what I mean what is convenient but at least we are sure that we have uh, some some prayer some praise and worship the word and two offerings and then we share the grace these are standard if you can add anything else that maybe dedication or this thing, type of things it's up to you but we keep it within two hours I think am I right yeah okay or two hours yeah, that's right. One hour forty-five minutes, two hours. The service must end because of the purpose of the Sunday service. All right. Any other question? And also, don't get someone who leads prayer meeting like a one prayer meeting during the Sunday services. You know, Sunday service is not a prayer service. So if you get somebody, we used to, there, was, there used to somebody who used to, was leading prayer meeting some time ago um, at one of the churches. When he starts to pray, you run away. In fact, if a new person comes to the church, the person will run and think that you are some, somebody is uh, killing the person. It was wild. Forgive. So, to get a cool person and lead them to the prayer meeting in such a way that it will become laborious. People have come, they stand for a long time for prayer, long time for praise and worship, long time, by the time they are, they are, they are drained. Do you see? So, it started pick up slowly and nicely. Right. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Right. We are going through Anakazo. So, um, we went through the reality that we need to have the people obliged to come at a higher level, which we are also saying is interact with the great and the small. Isn't it? All right. So now, the next thing is, um, how do you um, necessitate Make it necessary for them to come to your church.
one of the ways you can make it necessary for them to come to churches is that if they if they need a church, the church is it, it becomes necessary for them to go to your church rather than another church. Why? What can make it necessary for somebody to choose your church? Or you don't understand? What we are doing is an exercise. Amen. What can make it necessary for somebody? The person needs to choose your church. He has no choice. Daniel. Anakazo means go and make it necessary. Um, I, I think that the first thing to do is to, um, to consider the location of your church. If your church is well located. And, um, yeah, that is one of the best ways to make it necessary. If your church is near them and they don't have money for transport and they want to go to church, they don't have an option. That's a church here. Do you get it? So one of the ways to anakazo people is to do what? To be by them. I don't know what you are writing because everything is written, but you don't read it and you don't meditate on it. I don't know why you are still writing. You get it? Anything else? Um, And I think also the, the setup of um, your, your church room or the setup. And then also your, the, the language, whether it's in English yeah. or a local language. Japanese, or, if they want a Japanese <laughs> church, then they choose you. How many people will want in Ghana to go to a French church? Which translates to English. Even the English one doesn't work. Even the English one doesn't work. For the normal Ghanaian. So you can see that when they want to choose a church, they will choose the one that is near, the one that they can understand. It's not that even they are listening to the anointing. But when, what they need, they need God and they need a church. And the church that is near, which they don't have to take transport to go to, and the one that is in their language, which they can understand, is this one. And then they go there. Now yours is in another language, and yours is far away from them. <laughs> and you are going to do a crusade to anakazo the people to come to the crusade. That is why your church doesn't get full. Because your only understanding of Anakazo is that you have a crusade or you have a special Sunday and then you go out to the places and bring them and they all come in and then they all go away again. Because at the end of the day, it is not 
necessary for them to come. Even though they were looking for God. When the, the, there are, it's necessary for them to go to the one just by them. Any other? And um, I also think the, the length of the service, how, how long you have your service. It can also because they need to go to work at 12. Or they need to go and prepare. And so, since this one is long, and this one doesn't end at whatever, this is my only option. So, all those things are an akazo. Huh? You didn't understand the book. Yeah. Because you wouldn't meditate on it. And you want to prosper without meditation. When the Bible says that when you meditate on it, you will prosper. And when somebody has meditated, and after he's meditated and he has prospered, he should redistribute that wealth back to you. And he does not want to redistribute yeah. No, you see, there are 54, I hear the class is 67, but 54 of them are from Lighthouse. 54 of them, stand up. Last year, we had uh, 45, 46, 43. It cost us, Ama, where's Ama? About 300, almost 300,000 US dollars to send those that class on the mission field. Even that one, many of them, or some of them do that, it's not enough and so on. But that's what it cost us. 300,000 US dollars. Now, this group is 40, 50 something. So you, you can imagine that it will go up. So maybe about another 100 or 400, 500,000 dollars. If you add all, instruments, banner, this, 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 whatever. Accommodation, rent the church, do this, do this, missionary here. Then all those that have gone will also like a church to be built. You understand? And each church that you build to lay a foundation, to buy the land and to lay a foundation, will cost about another $15,000. So, I mean, the reality is that 15000 the first 46 that have gone, we haven't built, even the old churches, we haven't built any church for them. Before last year's group that have gone here, before all the international church, this one says, oh, I'm in Mozambique, I've got a church. This one says, I'm here, I've got a building. This one says, I've got a building. This one says, I've got a building, etc. Do you see? But what the reality is that as you become more, even if you say you want to increase somebody's salary by 100 cities, you understand? It's times so many more people. So it's, when you are few, you get it? It's, it's easier. That's why I'm explaining to you that the season... Give me a, 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 bit, of, a bit of volume here, please. That the season has changed. Even if I don't want to change me. Even if I don't want to change, it has changed. Uh, it's, it's not unless I'm changing something. But the parameters and the dynamics are changing. And the dy- dynamics are falling more to the individual to do well. Rather than for the system to supply things. Yeah. So you may you may be calling for though 
Because since I've been here, so, so, so I've got a building, I've got a building here, we've got a building here. So, you know, it's it, it, it just changed. The parameters, the dynamics, the issues are different. The figures, whatever. So, you have to rise up and do well. You have to learn the things. If you don't learn it, you have to come out of the ministry and find a job somewhere. Yeah, it's not that I don't want you to be in the ministry. I really want to, and I'm all my camps and all that I'm struggling to let you be out there in the ministry. It's very expensive. You see, and you have to sustain the whole big system. You see, so that's why we are shedding off. So we can, it's load shedding. We cannot carry on this way. So it's not like I, I, I don't, I want it. No, 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 no. It's not what I want or what I don't want. The, the winter weather is cold. So you, you, it's not like you, you, you are against warmth. You are against warmth. It is cold. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody has to adjust and overcome the coldness that has come for that era. Are you with me? Yeah. yeah. So, brothers and sisters, the principles that are being taught, if we will not do them or apply them, because Yes, we are having a camp, we are being blessed and so on. But to me, I'll say that I feel more wary. There's a certain wariness and almost a certain discouragement as I'm going through these points. Because I just look and I just marvel and I just wonder. You know, I mean, we have to have a camp. So we have to continue the camp to go through art of leadership. After that, we have to go through a camp to go through leadership and loyalty. Then we have to go to so how does this apply to you? How does this apply to you? Okay, so you, how does this word apply to you? So let's think about this word. So I mean, you can see that some people don't want to meditate, don't want to think, don't want to read. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Meanwhile, you want your church to grow. You see all the people who came here as ambassadors. When you look at them and you can immediately see this one, it will not even it will not even occur to him to see the ambassador. It, it will even come to your mind. And then the way he is, when he goes there, he will ask whether, you ask whether he's the, he's the driver of who? <laughs> Whose driver is he? Is it not true? When you see that. Now, if you were to, let's say, play golf. You talk about playing golf. So I was asking Pastor Sawyer, why is it that, why is it that, we talk about something, explain it, explain it, explain it. Even Pastor David was telling me that when he goes to a golfer, the other thing he's either an ambassador or he's a diplomat or whatever. Because a black black person doesn't play golf in, in that country. It's not even in their culture. So immediately you join another group. So we are trying to lift you up from the driver appearance. The appearance of being a driver or the appearance of being some other non-ambassadorial uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. So you ask yourself, so if something has been told to you and you can do it, why is it that you don't do it? What do you think? I mean, what is it? You see, what is it? What is the answer? Ben, what is the answer? 
Ben, what is the answer? Um, you're lacking some lack of wisdom, lack of understanding, lack of knowledge. You're lacking all that. Okay? So, it becomes necessary. It's all right, sit down. It becomes necessary for you to be in that particular church. Because you want to speak Japanese. And that's the only church that is speaking Japanese. So all the foreign missionaries, if you practice, within four weeks, whatever the language is, you'll be far more proficient in that language. Far more. You see, far more. When I say practice, we won't practice. You get it. But anyway, it's a matter of become who you can become. Isn't it? Oh, what do you think? Yeah. That's why I said that in this era, those who ask for things will become unpopular. Yeah. Don't even bother. Everybody, look at these people there. They have to be helped. They have been in that school for four years. How many of you have been in that school for four years? They have been in the school for four years. When you finish school, do you not think that we should help you to... We are, we are not just creating the, the supply of pastors. But also working on the demand side. Uh, there is actually a need for them. And a push for them. So we need not to be taking a laissez-faire approach. But an active role in helping them to be in the ministry and to get started. Yeah, I will help them. I'm more happy to help these people. Far more happy to help them than than some old dogs whom you cannot teach new tricks. I mean, some of you, why is Seshri also? And then Pristia, Fred. Ah, you are even sitting together. <laughs> you don't have church, even land or buildings. Yeah. Pastor Nee, please stand up. And Alice, have we not tried to get land for these people and building? Pastor Nee, tell, tell everybody the truth. How hard I have tried. Tell them. I think we've tried several times. Uh, I've personally been to Sejuri also, you know, to go and see. And it's like, uh, I don't think it was getting. So I think it was Sejibekwai. Is it Frank's place, Sejibekwai, eh? That we got to land and started. But Sejuri also, no. And Pristia too. Well, if they have now, I don't know. I, I've been out of the system. Pristia, it's also been, at least whilst I was here, it's always been struggle, you know, not getting. But I don't know do you think now. if I go to Seshuyosu to stay there, I can, I'll get a land to buy? I believe. I believe do you think? How many things I'll get a land? So, all the other churches in the area are St. Gregoire stand up. Do we not have a building? Is your building not being roofed? Is it not at the roofing stage now? Enchi, stand up. Is it not at the roofing level now? Half a city. 
Is it not at the roofing level now? Uh, where? Axim. Is it not at the roofing level now? You don't have, there's no land there. <laughs> ah. Huh? I'm surprised. Go on, but wait, there, there, there's one more. Asan Kregoire, Afasini, Enchi. Yeah. Oh, effort. I mean, you, you think that I'm going mad in a crowd. Trying for to get land. <laughs> to lay foundation. So, at a point last I told Alice, anywhere we have started, let us finish it. Everything else, I'm not interested in it again. So, all of you don't have. And I don't think I'm the one who's going to get that for you. Yeah. You see, some of these guys are even doing better than you, even in terms of church growth. Yeah. All of you who have been sent, Jirapa, stand up. Brema Asekuma, stand up. Agogo. And where? Tafo. Are you not, how many people do you have? Tafo. Speak out. 73. 73 people on Sunday. On Sunday. Yeah. We also have children's service, which is 2022. 20, yeah. Tafo. I have to find money. I have to support this guy. I mean, Pastor Kisley, stand up. When you went to uh, Pristia, how many people were there? Um, the main service, about 18 people. This one, did you start your church? Just February. February. Yeah. It's called Hammer. What about was it? How about how Azim? Abraham, when he went there, how many were they? Thirteen. Yeah. How many years have you been there in Azim? Huh? Two years. And also, Brema Azekuma, I'm forty-two. Yeah. And Jamal, when you went to Jamal's place, how many were there, Kingsley? About 30, yeah. Do you see? No, what I'm trying to explain to you is that it's not that maybe I've decided that we won't do this again, but it's like, you look at how many they are. Okay, last year's group that went out, just new people, stand up. Let's see. Uh-huh. All of are your churches working? Yes. Yeah. In the north, in Quanta. Where's the guy in, in Quanta? Bishop, I'm here. Where? Yeah. 106 now. 106. Yeah. Will we not rather find a land, build a church, the 106 people are think? Not that he's saying, you know, we went to Quanta. I've been in that church. That is that I've stood there and I've spoken in that church before, in a classroom. It's not that he's saying it. I've seen it before. So, Dr. Go, stand up. Do you understand my feeling? What, what feeling do you think I have? A new season has come. And uh, there's, there's even frustration in trying to get the old to, to, to match up. Yeah. So, there's nothing really. Even if you wanted to change it, it will not be so. Yeah. I think this group is here. This group is when this group finishes next year by now, another group is going to be standing here saying that, huh? Eh? 80 something people. 
So obviously, some other strategy which has to do more with you yourself rising up and doing well. Not sending texts that we have seen a land. We've bought a land. So come and build foundation with whose money? So that's why it's, I feel sad for those who are from the other group. Who I was screaming in Accra. Get a land. Why can't you get something to buy in that town? Personally, do you remember? Do you tell them? You see, they don't believe it. Bishop, I paid visits. I mean, uh, Pristia, I've been there. You know, not Pristia. Um, Azim, Azim. I was there. We identified land. I left, came back to Accra then. Stories. I mean, Bishop, you've done your best. More than your best, really. I'll ask this question. Do you think if I call myself to this town, I will not find a land to buy? Hey! I said, we are sitting there. We can't find a land to buy. You see, and I'm saying this because in the end, people feel that it is the head who has eaten the money. Do you see? That he should have given to these poor pastors to build their churches. He has used it to build a, a, a Kodesh. Or he has used it for something. Then when I'm standing in my house, screaming and getting angry with the people. Yeah. Why can't you find a land in this town where we have sent this missionary? Ah, it's incredible. Do you but see? I'm surprised to see that Jamel's group, they are having their buildings roofed. And Pristia is, I'm really surprised. Yeah, because it came to a point where I said, I want to finish all the ones that have started. I want to finish. And last year, even you should have seen Silas begging me. Silas, did you you not follow me after the the meeting? What did you tell me? Give him a microphone. I I said that, um, Bishop, if you ask me to go and depend on myself, I'll try and do it, but... Did you not tell me that all your mates who started the ministry... I, I, I was going to... I was coming to that. Say it! That now the point is that all my mates that I started with, they've all built, they've roofed. And me, I don't have those things. So please, I'm begging you, help me to roof mine. Not roof, build! B- actually, b- build sure that we had this foundation. Help me to build. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't believe it all. My greatest frustration has been to get people to get land so that we will build a church. You wouldn't believe it all. That is why I've come to see that. uh, You see, like when you talk about, let's say, the money that the rich countries have. One bomb. They have a bomb. The bomb extends from here to here. It can build all the roads in Ghana. One. To make one. As it's moving in the air like that, so many million dollars is flying. And you push, 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 finish. That's all. But they just keep on piling up their wealth. Because the poor people have certain things within them that cause poverty to be perpetuated. No matter what you do to them or you give to them. That is why the concept of become who you can become comes in. And that is where, when I come and I want to start, and I want to preach, and I look and say, okay, mega church, everything, in fact, there is nothing needed new to be said, other than the same thing that has been said, that will not be read, or the same advice that was given, that will not be taken. 
fantastic. That I'd rather support the new guys if I have to choose. And they're going to do well. Yeah. Because, you see, we, we have spent a lot of money for them to be in school. None of them can say that they, they paid school fees. Any day you want to curse me, remember that the curse will return back to you. Because for four years I fed you in that school. For four years. You may not know. I provided the food for you. And shelter. And a bed. And water. I paid water bill for you. Light. The day that you want to curse me, remember, it will come time stand back to you. Because for four years of your life, I gave you inspiration, education. I paid lecturers, salaries, built buildings. Even as we are at this camp, I'm designing the school. The person who is designing is sitting in the room here. From when I preach and I go, I go to discuss the design of that school. I'm designed, I brought the person to sit here. I said, that, sit here, we are building that school here. I want to build it, be here. You have moved in from my class to come and be here and be working. As I'm doing, I go into inspect the class. So you get, okay, do this, do this, do this, do this, come. And I come back. That's what I'm doing. So the day that you want to say a bad word about me, a curse will cut through your mouth and your tongue. You will see what will happen to you. As I'm growing older, I also use my powers. Yeah, it's true. As I get older, I realize that, Charlie, that's why people, they curse people when they are old. Because sometimes you see what you have done. But they don't even know what you've done for them. How many of you know that I'm designing a school when I go out? You don't know. You think I'm going to urinate. I'm not going to urinate. I'm going to design your school. Where it will be nice for you. To be. Hmm. So, my dear friends, you can sit down. Uh Okay. To drive. Anakazo means what? To drive. How? Huh? Yes. One other way is to create an environment that would allow all kinds of people to be in the church. You know, because often, if you don't do that, you realize that you limit the church to a certain type of group. Let's say only. Uh, very poor people, or only rich people. But you must create the necessary environment to the way you present yourself, your messages, the setup in the church, you know, beautification, and all that to make sure that if a rich man uh, sees the place, he will feel comfortable to be there. A poor man can also come to the place. And then another way is uh, also the use of buses. You know, uh, especially the poor. So, with the help of buses, the poor can, you know, uh, come He to wants to go to church. There are seven churches. Only one has brought a bus. Yeah. Which one will you necessarily go into? Which church will you go to? The one which has a bus, a free bus for you to attend. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So that, that's how you make it necessary for them to choose your church. Among all the churches. Because yours is by them. Yours brings them free. Isn't it? Y'all speak, them, y'all speak their language. 
Yours finishes in time for them to continue what they have to do. Isn't it? That makes it necessary for them to choose your church. And I think another important point is adapting to the culture of the place. Now you, the person, should adapt to the culture. Otherwise, you look different from the people and they see you as a stranger, as we have said. But it should force your way to the knowledge of the language, even your dressing, your communication with the people, um, eating their food and all that to become one of them. Then in that case, they realize, look, this guy is not different. He's, 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 he's from this area. And uh, they will find it necessary to follow you. Okay. Yes, Pastor Kingsley. I'd also like to add um, the fact that people generally need attention. They like care. Mm-hmm. So one way of making it necessary for them to be in your church is to give them care and attention. Because uh, they, they, people want to feel belonging. They want, they, they want to have a way of uh, belonging to a group or a place where somebody cares. And therefore, if you give them attention, whoever they are, whether they are rich or poor, they all feel that there's somebody who cares so much about me. Why not I attach myself to this person? It becomes necessary for the person to be part of you. Mm. And they stay and stay permanently. Yeah. Because there is no other place where they are given attention. There is no other place where they feel important. Do you get it? So, church growth you know, it's like, where will I get this? Here. So, I'm going there. Yeah. Amen. Are you there? So, brothers and sisters, you can make it necessary for people to choose your church. And the next one is to drive the people, how to force them to come to your church. How will you force them? How can you force everybody in your town to come to your church? That's a big daddy. How can you force the whole of Takradi to come to your church? Pastor Richard, take the mic. Show, ask the questions. I think that one way to force people to come to your church is to go and bring them, move to town where they are, and and get them to come to church, to speak to them, invite them, and 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 and, and persist on your invitation and come. To do what? You go what? to move to town. To go to town, you know, and maybe uh, uh, you gather your church people, some of them, and you go to town, go to the shops. And um, in visiting them, first of all, even letting them know that there is a church. And there is a church in this place. And um, you you want to invite them. You are inviting them. And maybe you go this week. You go next week. Or even not even in weeks. Two days time. Three days time. You know, so that physical interaction with the people. 
and actually asking them. I think about visitation or no, witnessing or. It, it's, it's like witnessing and moving into town. Your town. You are looking at the town. So you are the shops. You are thinking of shops. You are thinking of even schools. You are thinking of offices. You know, and you have um, invitation cards and so on. And you go, you witness and you invite. You witness and you invite. You witness and you invite. Being, 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 making the church known. And, and forcibly, you know, I, I think it's one way. Pastor Alex, how would you force people to come to your church? I believe by using the media. Um, Billboards, um, radio announcements, TV announcements. If it's a town, I think that is one way by which. So as you are very So when you go to a town and you see that the pastor is there, but he doesn't have a signboard. You see that he does not understand Anakazo. Maybe a signboard has even been provided for you. If you are a pastor with Anakazo, you even decide that, let me rather use my salary to make five more signboards so that everybody in this town cannot say that he doesn't know that Lighthouse is here. But you rather say that. They said they were going to give me two signboards. And I'll be here for eight months. I'm waiting for the signboard. You have lost your chance. Finish. You have lost your chance. A comment on the signboard. Okay. Um, I I I met um, Reverend um, Jesse Saki in a in a restaurant once, and he was with a visiting minister. He had just come to Takrade, and he said, "Oh, this is the pastor of the." Um, lighthouse church then the man said oh that church with the signboards I've, I've, I've noticed them you know so he's like he hasn't met any of us before but he just knows that lighthouse is there and he noticed it by someone. so I think a signboard is a very powerful thing so Alex you finish I, I think I agree when, when you see a lot of there are a lot of churches that when you see their adverts, it's like they're in your face. You would even want to go there and see what is happening here. Why is this person always on television? Why is this, why do you see this person's picture? You know, everywhere you pass it, this, but what's happening there? What's going on? You are sort of forced to at least go and see what is happening in this church. What is going on here? Like the Kodesh. You know, when I came to Ghana recently, I, I saw on TV, People are inviting you to church. They break into the service, and then they invite you come along, you know. And and then Bishop Saki comes and then talks to you personally that you must come to church, you know. So these are, and then also text messages, like in Nigeria we use text messages a lot, also to invite people. We used to have a, there was a company that uh, would send the messages, but now they don't deliver, so we do it personally. Like, you, we take numbers from people's phones and then we send text messages to them for Sunday services, for programs, conventions, and things like that. So you can't say you didn't get it. Everybody, somehow everybody we know knows about our church. Okay. Pastor Peter, you want to help us? What have you been doing to force people into your church in India? Yeah. 
were 15, they became 20, and they are 25. Yes. Yeah. So, other than three weeks. Well, it's more to do with invitation and just, I mean, um, How the area. How do you do the invitations? Um, I have a, it's just a small leaflet, and this is, I was witnessing near the campus, that's the University of Pune campus. So, um, well, it's just an area that I can go to. So I've been talking to them and finding some of them are the hostels we've been visiting. And we told them about, about the church and all that. Some of them, too, I had my laptop, so I was able to even show them a DVD of our church, London, and everything that service. So, some, I mean, I just showed it to them where our church was in London. We have a church in London. We have one in Australia. And we are going to start one in India. So by talking to them, you know, I was able to form that friendship and be able to invite them to come. So, I mean, all the ones that I invited, I made sure that they knew the place, you know, um, where we're going to meet. And I'd gone several times to tell them. And, you know, just building that friendship and definitely keeping in touch. So I had their, um, their emails as well. And I had their, their phone number. So I was able to call them. And I think that was it. That's great. Bernard, you want to share with us, Fawson? Well, I think that um, people are normally forced to do the bad thing. You know, if you look at, you know, the beer companies and all that. So we can also force them in a way to do... What do you do? What do you do? What have you been doing? <laughs> no, nothing. What I do is... Um, you speak English, isn't it? In, your, in the French country. Yes. Japanese. Japanese church. It's just like speaking Japanese. And, um, so what are you going to do about that? I'm going to go back and learn French. Are you going to preach in French? Yes. So you people should see how camps stop being held. Do you understand? How camps stop? And so why would you have maturity conference again? I don't feel I don't feel so much like having it. <laughs> oh, you don't get what I'm saying? Because I don't. I, I mean, I'm not so excited. Okay, compel. What does it mean? Let me check. You have you applied it? You so we don't really apply it. So you understand how camps stop. So I you have maturity. Oh, there's nothing like maturity conference this year. That's how it. That's how it ends. <laughs> you get it. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Because as I'm standing here, I'm bored. Not angry. Bored. It's boring to me. Okay, next one. Constrain. <laughs> what does it mean to constrain? <laughs> Pastor Kingsley, we are constraining them to come to the church. I'm sorry, I wanted to add to, to the, the drive. drive. Okay. I discovered uh, in the West, I didn't know that there was that facility. There's something they call local FM, which the politicians used to advertise themselves and then to uh, solicit for votes. So I tried it once, I think at Azim. I went to contact 
the local FM. What I want to ask is, why are you not preaching on your local FM station? Why, why do you not preach on your local FM station? I was amazed it was so cheap. Why do you not do morning show on your local station in your area? Why do you not go there? Kaka, come and tell us the vision that you had. Take the microphone. When I was in Kumasi one day, I had a vision. In the vision, I was witnessing. And I was going out and bringing people to church. And as I was doing that, an angel met me on the way. And he asked me what I was doing. And I told him I was witnessing and bringing people to church. Can you hear the back? And I was bringing them one by one. But he was very, very angry. And I was very surprised that he was very angry. And he told me... The angel was angry with you that you were witnessing? Yeah. Okay. And uh, he told me that I should stop what I was doing. So I asked him, what should I do? And then he showed me uh, this radio mast. Then he told me that I should stop going going to town and bringing them one by one. But I should go and sit up there on the mast and uh, begin to speak. And as I begin to speak, the people will start coming out of the houses. So that's what I should do. So then he lifted me up, then he put me on top of the mast. So as I was there, I began to speak. And as I began to I realized that people started coming out of their houses. And then the vision ended. Yeah. You see, yeah, because for most radio stations, there is nobody who is willing to wake up at 4 a.m. and go to the station and be doing prayer, singing, prayer, singing, prayer, singing, praying for people. Please let me finish speaking. I'm sharing a point who is ready to do prayer singing, prayer singing early in the morning. Do you get it? And uh, doing all those things. Do you get it? There's no one who is ready to do that. But you see, a young person with energy may be ready to do that. It's like your radio station, I can do the prayers for the people in the mornings. And I personally know a pastor. He used to be in, in our church, but he's no more in our church. He came to see me, you know, some years after 11. He was telling me, he said, oh, look, God has blessed him. He said, oh, the main thing is that radio thing that he went to do. Because, and he said that he wakes up at, he doesn't sleep in the night. From midnight, he will be up praying. Then he, he has to drive, go from his house to the station. He has to leave home at 3 a.m. So to leave home at 3 a.m., he has to be up by 2, 1, midnight. And then he goes to the station. He starts from 4 a.m. to 6. And he preaches. He shares with the people. People call and he prays for them. A lot of people listen to radio early in the morning. And he does his daughter. It's like he is working for the station. He said to me through that, so many people have come to his church. Small church that he started. Do you see? And the church has grown. You get it? And most of the people are from that. They know him, but he used to pray for them. Like that. Do you get it? 
So, you see, it is another way. You get it? And it's a more modern way to work. But you see, our eyes and our hearts are not awake to such realities. You see, it's almost as though you must not be on a radio preaching. Only bishop must preach on the radio. Who said that? Where, which law do we have that? Do you get it? You, you, you may be able to preach, record your message and go. But if you preach and you record your message and you put it on the radio, it will not make people come to your church. You have to actually talk. Yeah. You have to actually talk. Even if you do the, you play the preaching, you have to actually talk and tell the people to call you and to text you now. And they'll call you now and text you now. And you call them. And they call you and you pray for them and you minister to them. That's the one that brings the church growth. Like our TV program that we're doing before. It didn't bring any church growth. So we change it. Bishop Saki has to talk to the people. Tell them to call right now. Now when we have a TV program, they don't sleep till the morning. Calling, text, calls, 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 calls till the morning. All of them, the pastors. If we start the program at 11 p.m., by the time they finish, they can have 500 calls. Is it not true? 500, 500 calls in the night. People calling. And since we started doing that, we suddenly said, how many people came from the TV program? Then they all stand up. This one, this after church, you come and see. So we have those who came from the TV. So that vision is a true vision. That in this era, it is an area where that's how to anakazo is you are forcing the thing into the people. When they put on the radio, you are the one speaking. You are the one praying. You are the one ministering. You are the one who is there at 4 a.m. You don't want to get up at 4 a.m. You don't want to be there and not sleep. But you want to prosper. <laughs> and you want a lot of money to come. And you want to build your church. And you want to do this. But who is going to do that? Somebody is going to work, uh, preach from morning to evening, morning to evening, morning to evening, and then share all the money back to you. It's not like that, too. And especially in this season, it will be even more so not like that. You watch and see. Within the same ministry, you see, some people become very poor and some become very rich. Because that's how the world is. It's extreme, two extremes with very few people in the middle. Yeah. Are you there? So, radio, Brema Asikuma, is there a radio station there? For the local, local one? I am on air on the local one. What what about you? You see, that, that will not make your church grow. Unless when my, when my program finishes, you are there live five minutes. I want to pray for anybody who was this and that. You speak to them, say, call me now. This is my number. Call me off at 0246-024-024. You give them the number. Then they call you. Call me off if you want to text me. 0277-028-028. Like that. You give them. You give them. Tell them I'm available. Call me now. I myself will answer you. If you don't do that, playing bishop's tape on the road doesn't make bring church growth. It makes some people listen to the message. That's all. It doesn't change anything. The media work, don't do it in a particular way. It doesn't have any effect. <laughs> so, forcing people now includes media. Radio. Because Anakazo, yesterday, or some time ago maybe, you even close the service. Everybody go out and bring people to come in. It's not a bad method. It's a good method. It has worked before. 
as the years go by, there are different ways by which we will anacazo people. Soon, every, there will be nothing like television. A television will be computer. So television will go out of fashion to be replaced with computers. You just have a computer, it's a television. A big computer is a television. Every television is a computer. You don't even see a difference between computer and a television. So, at a time, because the internet and television, you will not even know whether you are watching internet or you are watching television. It's just like telephone. It will be free soon. Every phone will be free. Do you understand? When Catherine Kuman prophesied that water will one day be sold, no water was being sold in a bottle. And no one knew that in a few years to come, water will be one of the main things that is sold in a shop. Drinking water. Abroad and also in Ghana. (laughs) Do you get it? Yeah. What I'm trying to say is that Anakazo also goes through generational changes. The method of forcing people to know about the church, to come to the church, to respond to the church, changes as the season changes. And as the methods themselves change. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So, the way, one day I met a Nigerian uh, 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 pastor and he was talking about a program. He said that they make a, ba- a billboard, a banner, and he gets young men in town to wear the banner. The banner hangs from the back to the ground to walk in town with the banner. So everybody looked behind him and said, convention, whatever, whatever, and they are reading it at the back. Billboards, it gets people to, ha- it gets people in their car with megaphones to be announcing. He said that if you say that you are in this town and you didn't know about, it cannot be that you say you live in this town, you don't know about this program. That's their mind. Never, never can a human being say to us that we did a program but you didn't know about it. It will not happen. Yeah. You see, that is the kind of aggression. When you go to Nigeria, one of the first things that strikes you is the presence of the church. Very forcefully, we are made conscious of different churches, especially some churches like the Communion Church, some Ayorinde. Is it, is it Holy Communion? It's, uh, it's advertising communion service. Communion service. Holy Communion Sunday, 3rd December. Holy Communion. Holy Communion. Every light pole. Just like the people who are using an acaso today are empty and tigo. We'll be going empty and empty and empty and empty. Zen, 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 zen. Tigo, 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 tigo. It's like if they are forcing you to see it. You see, but we will say, you see, you don't understand. We don't have the money that tigo has. Shut up. Don't let me insult you. Don't let me insult you. I'll insult you. Or I'll curse you. Yes. Curse is more spiritual. An insult. Don't say we don't have the money that you have. You have what you need. You have what you need. And your local there are a lot of towns with local FM stations. It doesn't cost any much money to be on the or if you approach the manager and say, well, I want to do the dawn show, just like how Joy FM have morning show or whatever. 
from 4 to 6 to be praying for the people in this town for prosperity to come and for your radio to prosper. All the Christians in town will be listening to this station and it's going to prosper. So, yes, I think it's a good program. We don't have any pastor who can come. 4 a.m. It means you have to wake up 3, 2, whatever, be there. Will you do it? You are too old, too big, too lazy to prosper. Don't ask anybody to give you his prosperity money. To share it. What do you think? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So listening to watching a certain aggression. And you see our, our, our church, Lighthouse, and even even a healing Jesus crusade. Ah! Well, there, is no ta- there is no town once you are in the area there is no town. We have, a, we have our own boat. We have, a, we have our own boat which can go on the sea and can go on a lake and can go on a healing Jesus boat. I'll show you a picture. We, we, that we used to travel. It's a, it's, a, it's a serious boat with two engines that can go on the sea. Go anywhere we carry. If you are on an island, we will be there. You said that you didn't know that there was a crusade. We are coming to you. By air, by land, by sea, by lake, by river. You cannot say that you didn't know that they were doing a crusade. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that I noticed that naturally any aspect of them, because right now my main focus is the crusade. This type of principle, we use it. If it's billboard, banner, we have made banners, 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 banners. And he said, he said, we don't have them. I said, we, we don't have the money to make a banner for every crusade. So I've made a banner without a date. I just said, healing Jesus crusade. Healing Jesus. No, when we're doing it, oh, ah, but you have to know that that doesn't matter. So we have how many hundred banners and we put every town, banner, 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 healing Jesus crusade that. Healing Jesus crusade that. At least the people will ask, where, where is it and when is that program? Yeah. Posters. Huh? Potter come with date, billboard, banner, whatever, radio station. I mean, any form of intrusion to force the people. Why do you think that we have bought a boat? Do you know how expensive it is to own a boat? And especially a boat that can go to sea. There are two types of boats. Boats that go on rivers, boats that go on lake, and boats that go to the sea. It's a different thing. You are doing a church. I'm doing a crusade. You are doing a church. You will not use an akazo to do your church. And I'm using an akazo to do my crusade. Uh, Oh, you don't get it. You see, the principles, they are there. You can sit down and just be there. Yeah. But you can also rise up and use every method to force people to be aware. Even a pastor in Accra. If I was a pastor in Accra today, I'll go and find a station that I can do morning devotion. So I just want to do morning to bless the people and to pray for the state so that there will be the presence of God in this station. So that God will help all the business and effort and investment that has been made here to prosper and to do well. Do you think that the manager will, will start? It is true. If I have a pastor here praying for the people at dawn before I start my news and other programs, 
Do you not think that that pastor, that the manager of that station will like it? Yeah, and he maybe have to pay you. Radio pastor. And you call the people, call me, 0246-023-023. Have you not seen this, our new Ashanti prophets? Prophet Obinim, Bishop Obinim and Bishop One. Prophet One. Prophet One, he's a bishop, prophet, evangelist, boom, one. That's why it's prophet one. Everything is one. That is why he's prophet one. With a hat. You think he's joking. He's not joking. When he's joking, he will tell you that he's joking. With dark glasses and a hat. And the church is full. With partners and... They, they, they are not, and they will talk in a way. TV Africa, Vector TV, things, talking, they show miracles, do everything. And the guy will sit on his Cadillac after and say, look, my name is Bishop Opinim. This is my house. He'll show you inside his house. His car, everything. Come to the place. God has given Tema, Asama, all those he has given them to me. I tell you, miracle, this and that. He will talk to you. Those are my favorite pastors on television in Ghana. And I'm not joking. If I'm joking, I'll tell you that I'm joking. My children sit with me and I watch those guys. I just, I just enjoy them. I just enjoy them. And when I went, when I went to do TV program, and I was telling Bishop, I told Bishop, watch these people. That's how you have to talk on television. Learn it from them. They are the best guys on TV today. Yeah. yeah if I'm joking, I'll tell you that I'm joking. Yeah, they came from nowhere and they, they are attracting all the crowds. And they have the two explain you say, we have got a branch at Kenyase. I know the address. I don't know Kenyase. Where is the pastor in Kenyase? That's Bishop Opinion. You see, yours is another Kenyase station. When you ask for Bishop Opinion, everybody knows me. When you ask for Bishop Opinion, then Tema, we have another branch there. Then we have another big branch in uh uh where This and that. Huh? And I'm coming there on Tuesday. This Tuesday. Meet me there. Everybody. God has given me all that place. I will pray. Oh. My number. 0246. Another 46. 46. Yeah. Oh. Uh, And you are sitting there coolly. Coolly. You say on Sunday you are going to do an account to go and bring people from their houses. Watch carefully in the system and see how people have made their churches grow. You see, that is how come shops like UTC, Kingsway, and others went out of business and gave way to shops like Melcom. Because all that systems which you have used for years, which you think you are the king and you can never be overtaken, you can never be overthrown, others come up with modern techniques and junior behaviors with energy. Shamelessness. I mean, you, if you look at Malcolm, you see colored lights flashing, flashing. Color, you ask, what is it got to do with the things that they are selling? Is that just, it's what modern people like flashing things. Anything that flashes, and they don't sell in the night, but it's just flashing with lights. For today's generation, they want flashing things. There is no film that, Ghana film, you see that the scene will be there for a long time. Modern film, it change, 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 change. Kintampo, how many stations are there? There's one there. Is there somebody preaching on it? 
There are people preaching. Somebody doing morning devotion. What about you? Mercy. Pastor, why are you not on radio in Kenya? You have to be on radio. You are not serious. You have to be on radio. You have to talk. Tell them you are going to pray for God has given you the land. God told you to come. God has sent you. Tell them if you don't say, nobody will say, you think I'm coming to announce everybody listen to Obi. No, it's not going to happen. You have to say, that's why I say that it reached a place, you have to lay a red carpet for yourself. Uh, AOL what? Huh? Always learn new things. Always learn new things. Yeah. You people are behaving like timid mice. You see, when you look at me carefully, you think I'm a Nigerian. Nigerians have churches in Ghana. Ghanaians don't have church in Nigeria. Yeah, a lot of things I do is what Nigerians do. Yeah. Or you've not noticed. Yeah. Nigerians are, all the Nigerian churches are here, Pastor Chris, with branches. With branches. Growing. Witness, this, redeem, whatever. Asimolowo, whatever. You see, but we, we see our natures, we are team cool, don't like trouble. We are just flowing. See, but when you do that, it doesn't make the church grow. That's why I say that the best person to teach an Akazo is a Nigerian. Even he should teach it by his behavior. And I think I have Nigerian blood in me because guns are originally from Nigeria. Yeah. It's true. All of you young guys, I'm releasing you to be on radio, television, internet. Make a website of your church in other place. Huh? Why not? Make a website. Lighthouse Bremer Esukuma website or Facebook. Facebook your church. Twitter. Me, I don't know all these things, but I'm on it. Somebody wrote me a letter and told me that his son was on something, something, Twitter, whatever. Immediately, I called my, my secretary and said, what is Twitter? Put me on Twitter now. I need to be on Twitter now. I am on Twitter from today. Put me on. Anything. I'm a Nigerian. My, the blood is flowing in my veins. I tell you. Yeah, Anakazu. Force your way. Whatever it is. What is Twitter? Whatever it is, put me there. I said, put me on Facebook. How can I not be something is Facebook? What is Facebook? I've never seen one before, Facebook. But I'm on Facebook with more than 7,000 fans. Just about, huh? Are you, are you one of my fans? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You'll be sitting there coolly. Yes, I mean, that's how I am. If I say, I say, what is Facebook? I was in my house. The children were discussing Facebook. This is Facebook. And I thought to myself, no, the latest thing in town today is Facebook. How come we are not on Facebook? And then when Michael Jackson died, I said, oh, I have Andre Crouch on his Facebook. 
that something, something he witnessed. He said he didn't witness to him this and that. So, oh, I said Facebook. That God said, am I on Facebook? I'm on Facebook from today. Now, start now. Stop everything you are doing and put me on Facebook now. Then I had this letter. They said, uh, the number of religious broadcasts were on Twitter and something. I said, what is Twitter? I said, I called. They said, they, they have also not heard of Twitter. I said, there is something called Twitter and I'm on it from today. And you, you are not on Twitter. You are not on Twitter. You want your church to grow. And you want me to redistribute my wealth to you. When I'm on Twitter and I'm on Facebook and I'm waiting for the next one, I will join that one too. (laughs) Huh? I'm on the blog. I'm on the blog because I was speaking to Marilyn Hickey. She was telling me, I'm an older lady, you know. My, my daughter and so on, they are doing, but I said, I don't blog, they are on the blog. When I say blog, okay, I don't know what is blogging. I'm blogging too. I'm blog, blog me there now. Hey. Oh, you are sitting there coolly. You won't get some of this anakazo spirit. Force your way. Enter things that have been locked out of you. You see, it's not only entering people's houses. Going to schools to call people. And knocking on doors. There are different ways to force your way. Yeah. Into the system. Radio, TV, this, that. You don't have internet. Be there. Be there without internet. Threats. Threats. How can you use threats to let your church be full? Huh? John. Leah. Yes? You preach uh, judgmental messages. For everyone, no, just to threaten the people. <laughs> yeah, John, we are listening. Threats. Yeah, you threaten. How can you use threats to get your church to be full? By preaching uh, messages about uh, hell and heaven. Will that make them leave the church? <laughs> Are you preaching to your church members or outside people? Both. Apache, how can you use threats to fill your church? Um, I think that maybe you can also go on the radio program and um, not yeah preach about. I mean, when when we talk about trade, I think that one of the things that come into my mind is the fact that. Um, 
you may have to say something to not necessarily to put fear in the person but to also encourage the person to do something that will benefit him so for me what I may have to do is to maybe if I'm on the radio I may have to preach messages that would encourage people to come out to become something or if I'm to go out and witness or go to places I may have to tell people the reality of not serving God and the consequences that it will have on them so by so doing I believe that you may have some people following you okay Mercy. Um, hmm. <laughs> um, I would also want. To if you don't have any way, then just say so, so that we can have idea. Please, I don't have any way, Bishop. Uh huh. That's better. <laughs> I think that um, with trade. One way you can use try to force people into your church is drawing their mind into the time in which we are living in. Uh, comparing the Bible days um, when Sodom and Gomorrah, what happened to them, Noah's time, and also the fact that we are living in the same uh, era. And the, th- the happenings can also help you to draw people into the church. When you emphasize, drawing emphasis that this happened in Noah's time, it happened over here, and it's happening right with us. That's what is happening. And also sometimes the happenings in where you are. I believe um, somewhere this year we had some accident on the Winneber Road, and it was a nice opportunity for <laughs> those of us over there. When we went out to preach, I mean... Most people, prophets use threats. We... And I mean, it wasn't like even preaching, but it's like we are calmly thank God that you are not part of those who died on the road. It could be you, it could have been me, but we have been spared. We use this road every day, go to Accra and come. So it was like we had an Akazo service in May and also in July, and it was like Thanksgiving, calmly thank God. And I believe that it forced a lot of people to Powerful. come into the church. Yeah, Pastor Perry. Um, the area I come from. Which area is that? I mean, I flower the whole water region. Um, I realized that the voodoo people use threats to win their people. That's why they are afraid of them. They are afraid to do certain things. So the only way you can also win them is to use threats. Uh, example is um, um, they are telling the people that maybe don't sweep in the night, don't do this in the night. If you do, you die. So when you are going to win the person, you also have to use something. I mean, a threat that they also know that when they do this, they will die. Or not like. Um, they, they are afraid of the voodoo. So, you have example, to... Also, example. 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 
such as what can you tell them that if you do this you will yeah, die? They they are afraid of the photo. But you are telling them that there is someone who created the whole world. So they are afraid of this thing, but some your life your life is in the hand of Jesus. So it is better to give your life to that person than to let the voodoo people lead you. Because one day, Pastor Nabensi was um, preaching to somebody. And the person said that the, the father that I heard the name Jesus, I want to pacify something under my bed. So they are afraid of those things. So you also have to let them know that there's, there's yeah. safety. Yeah, okay, thank you. You see, you, what you are saying is, is, is true. In that, in that world, you see, you have to use it. You see, what, for instance, people who are doing funerals, they will tell you, our tradition says that this. Our tradition, we have to take the body here, our tradition. I've learned from experience, when there's a funeral, the first person must say his tradition first. That's the one that will be obeyed. So our, our church tradition, you cannot take the person to any hometown. In our church's tradition, if a pastor dies or a pastor's wife dies, this is the tradition. We cannot... The one who says his tradition first will be feared because people fear to break traditions. Yeah. If you say yours first, it will be followed. If you be quiet, they will give you so many tra- You have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this. When you come and you say, I have seen a skeleton standing at a junction with a pot to receive the blood of people traveling on this road. God has revealed it to me and he has also anointed me to break that thing. I saw the skeleton standing at this junction, this junction, and this junction for all those on that way. The skeleton is standing there with a pot on radio. And God has anointed me to break that thing, to declare a fast, and to break that thing so that that skeleton will not drink the blood. Yeah. Hey, don't you think they will be afraid? Yeah. <laughs> and what I'm telling you is a real vision. It's a vision that somebody had. Yeah. And a lot of prophets, they prophesy, you may think they are prophesying false prophecies, but usually what has happened, eh? You get it? Leads you to know what will happen. So often they wait for something to happen and they know what will happen and they prophesy it in a way. Like this prophecy. When the accidents, a lot of accidents happened this year, then a prophet got up and gave this vision. I have seen a skeleton standing on the Kumasi road holding a pot to be filled with blood, a cooking pot. Just holding it. Hey. <laughs> to drink the blood of the people that are traveling on the road. You see, and, the, and, and there, is, there is a certain mentality that responds more to that thing yeah. than to other reasoning and that Napoleon was giving reasonings and so on. They understand more prophetic things. You see, so learn how to move into such things. There are people, and you tell them, look, I don't know why. When people sow into my life, their business is just increasing. I don't know why. Any time 
they sow into my life. One day, a certain man came and put a seed. And I told him, be blessed. The next day, a certain lady came to pass Land Rover Discovery, the new type, the one that Agogo and that guy, Montari, Sule Montari, the one that those guys drive, came to park one in my house. I don't know why. I don't know why. You see, the name Witness Chapel is a threat. It's a threatening and a casual name. Because when you leave the church, you have to say, I am no more a winner. Hey! I am no more a what? How can you say I am no more a winner? You have to be there. Because you are a winner. You are in Winner's Chapel. Once a winner, always a winner. So how can you say, I am no more a winner? And you say, I am no more a Winner's Chapel. I am no more a winner. You cannot say I am no more a winner. I know somebody who left the church. He said, I am no more a winner. Within three days, a skeleton was standing at his house. <laughs> and Roberts came to his house. Hey. <laughs> you see, you sometimes you should ask these people who have had these visions. How exactly did you see it? Everybody close your eyes. Can you see a gray skeleton? I'm this guy very tall. From the top to the bottom. Holding a cooking pot. This round one. With two handles. And he's holding it. Shiny. And it is filling with blood. Can you see the blood? How many can see it? That is a vision. Yeah, that is a vision. It's a vision. It's a, it's a vision. It, it, it is something that you see with the eye of the mind. Yeah. And, and you see, what it is is that the prophets believe it more than you believe it. So they say it with certain strength. Yeah. If you like, interview them and find out. Yeah. And they speak of certain experiences that they've had in such a way that you have favor. You, you also have it, but you don't say it that way. Yeah. So learn to be prophetic so that you can use certain threats. Even in the church, you have sometimes you have to use threats. Even just now when I was preaching and I asked this Bible student to stand up, I use a certain threat to warn them that as we get older, we start using that power that is left with us. The power of the tongue. The power of the old man's curse over your life. Yeah. It's true. And as I get older, I feel it. Because I see what I've done for some people. And I look at them and say, you! Today you are pointing your hand at me. You said I've done what? Huh. May the ground open and swallow you. That means that may your coffin be bought and may the grave that you be buried in, may, it be, may they start digging it. May they start with the pickers. That's what it means. The ground may the ground swallow you. Because when the ground swallows you, it means that your grave has been dug and you have gone in and it has been covered and the ground has swallowed you. That's what it means. You have disappeared from this earth. And God said that desert creatures and shaggy hairy goats 
will be occupying your houses. House. But you see, all those are part of the complete message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So you are so kind, so nice, and nicer than even God. More forgiving than God, the God of love and forgiveness. Yes. Then you don't know God. One person said, if this is what God has done, then I will become a Muslim. And I said, you don't know God. God can burn you in a fire. The same God who loves you. He can, he can kill your whole family as part of his plan for your life. When asked uh, Hudson, who went to China, four wives, he buried them there and six children. He buried all of them. Ten. At different, different, different occasions. Yeah. As part of his plan. And as part of the price that you pay to be there. He said you become a Muslim. If this is what God, if this is how God is, you prefer to be a Muslim. Then you don't understand God as he really is. Yeah. That's where threats come in. Because there are threats is part of Christianity. Now, woe to you. Woe to you. Woe to you. Who does certain things. Yeah. So you have to use that one. It will stabilize your church. Sometimes I watch Orangus because I will never forget the Sunday in um, my church in the canteen. It's on a message. I think I was talking about a message called New Wave Churches. It's called New Wave Churches. There was a particular Sunday when I finished preaching. I cursed all Orangus. That curse is a, a curse, a perpetual curse that is on the church. It's a curse on rebels and all disloyal elements in the church. I've cursed them. I cursed them. That's the first time I cursed them. And I've cursed, I cursed them again. One day I finished cursing. It was a Tuesday service. Not so long ago, I cursed that somebody to, somebody met me up and said that I've read it in the Bible, I've seen it, but I've never seen some, a curse being proclaimed before. That I've, she said, I've read it in the Bible, I've seen, but I've never seen one before. My daddy saw it. So that's, I just watched them, I said, you watch and see. Yeah. So you need all these ones to stabilize the system. Me, God has told me to proclaim curses before. I will not care. Because the Bible said they love cursing, so cursing came to them. I don't believe in you have to lack cursing or curse people. And, no. But if the Spirit leads you to curse, you better open your mouth and speak it. Yes. Are you listening? Yeah. So, Anakazo includes threats. And there are some people, what they respond to is not love. They respond to threats. They respond to injuries. They respond to fire. They respond to tribulation. Talking cannot change them. Tribulation can change them. Are you listening to me?
What do you think? All right. Anadea. It means shameless. Anadea speaks of shamelessness. Amen. And many of us cannot do things shamelessly. Now, this Bishop Obinim, you see, you should all have a video of him. He epitomizes this teaching. He has no shame because he is not like you. You are a chartered accountant. You have your reputation. You understand? You are a big man. A bishop-elect in a cathedral. Do you see? He cannot even speak English well. So he preaches in three. When he speaks a few words in English, you will experience a bulletproof, uh, uh, what do you call it? Experience. You get it? Yeah. So, I mean, the way he sits on his car, the way he sits outside his number, tells you to call now, come, bring oil, everybody, do this. I mean, that's the shamelessness I'm talking about. You get it? Yeah. But what I'm saying is that many of us are full of respect, self-respect, and reservations. We are very reserved. So, being reserved is the opposite of anadea. Being reserved. What do you think? Huh? Shameless means you are, you are abandoned. It's the opposite. For I am not ashamed. Amen. How can you apply shamelessness? Pastor Tefo, stand up and then ask the people. Call somebody like Bequin, somebody who has not spoken before. Pastor Bequin. Yes. How will you use the principle of shamelessness to grow your church in Cape Coast? To shamelessly pray for people are done, shamelessly pray for people on the streets, shamelessly talk to people, enter offices, shamelessly be open to all forms of possible disgrace. Okay. Ben Yusuf. Yeah, I think shamelessly. Uh... Is this something that you do? Yes, I do. How do you do it? I do, but I, I, I think it's not very intensive. And for me, one thing that I think I've learned that I think I'll apply is from um, um, Reverend Kingsley, just as the testimony they give, goes to the shop. I hardly go to the shop. I just meet the people in their houses and then speak to them. But going to the shop, and then just proclaiming that, I think it really shows shamelessness. And that's one thing that I think I'll apply. So you're going to do that now? Yeah. Pastor Leslie, do you apply this principle? Um, <clears throat> I think I could increase the level of shamelessness that uh, I apply. But I think um, I do in the sense that sometimes... Um, like even the name that they call me sometimes, the way I speak when I'm preaching and all kinds of stuff um, to try and get in with the people. Um, and then going out on outreach, um, I have uh, sometimes I just have to lower um, or just 
shamelessly just try and enter into the people. Mm. Yeah. How do you practically use shamelessness in Zurich? Um, I go out sometimes because they said in Zurich, Zurich is a place where you can't talk to people, you can't group people because when you group them, the police will come and they can arrest you. So I have this one Cameroonian guy and a South African lady who sing. So we choose some of the train stations. The other day, the last time before I came, we went to Elecon Station. So they stand there, they start singing, and then as they are singing and singing and singing, people come and gather around. And then I have um, one German man with me. So once the people start gathering, we just preach for five, ten minutes, fifteen minutes before the people come, then we move. And sometimes to yeah, before the police come, we go before <laughs> they'll call them to come. But we get some of them coming to church. Because the other day, I was surprised when on a Wednesday service, I saw this Latter-day Saints guys coming and they sat down after church. They came to speak to me and they said, they were once around the train station when we were preaching and then they heard it and somebody just gave them some of the cards we give out. So they came to church. And um, there is also another place. They have a lakeside where you go there and sometimes as the sun comes out, people come in swimming costumes and other things, but you need to shamelessly go there and then one-on-one talk to people. Sometimes you go to places where you just turn away from there and then go to other places and speak to people because a lot of people, that's where they gather in Zurich. Powerful. Pastor Daniel. Do you use shamelessness? I I believe we can still do more. Um, uh, One of the things we've been planning is that we have this place where it's like a taxi rank, where people can pick taxis. And we just noticed that people who launch their albums and, I mean, these small, small musicians, they just mount their speakers and then they just start to play their song they've recorded. And that's his playing, and people gather. Then they try to sell their CDs and stuff. And then we also, maybe we can also do the same. You know, we just come, um, we play music, we dance. When people gather, then we just shamelessly preach to them. No, we, we, that's what we want. So Saturday, this Saturday, they actually have in the first one. So, so who plans to do this type of prophet or be named thing? You have just decided to go and do something like that in your town or your place. Anybody who has decided to do something like that? This type of prophet or be named type of things. And how are you going to do it? Yes. Pastor Karis. Daniel. Daniel. Hello. Um, I think what I'm going to do is, you know, during the end of the month, there are taxis that goes around the, the whole town. I mean, I've observed it for some time now. And there's somebody who announces, it's like, that is his work. And he goes every part of the town and announces the funeral, mentioning so many names, and this family, this elder, this elder, this one is dead, but the, 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 the daughter of this and that and that. It's a long thing, but the people go. Funerals that they announce, they, their, their attendance is massive. Mm. So that is what us 
bishop was speaking, that is what I picked. That I'm going to see, there's a guy who also, whose father does that. So I'm going to see him. And then, maybe I have to be on the, in the bus, in the, in the, in the, in the taxi with him. And then I'll be preaching, talking about the church, moving all over the town. And I think that it will be powerful. Wow. Yes. Pastor Peter. Um, I, I had the opportunity to see this prophets on TV when I came to Accra. And I watched them. There were three of them. And I was impressed also because I also thought that this is something that can really change the way the anti mission is. Because I have been reserved. So my mind of what I want to do is that when I go, there are three stations there. I'm going to Max FM, well-dressed, sharp, to go and see the manager and to talk to him that this is what I want. I want to do done prayers or done um, broadcast or done service to pray for people and to minister people uh, in the town. So I'm going to talk to him then I'll start. When I start, I prepare, wake up early, pray, prepare, and then minister, and then give people my number, pray for them. I feel that this is something I really have to rise up and do something very radical. Otherwise, I will become something very, very bad in Enchi. And I think that the time is very urgent on me. So I want to do something that will make me come alive and then... I, I believe I can move. I can move on. Wow! The spirit is coming. Yes, no, Pastor Edward, from is it, where, where? Where do you come from? Obomasho. I also believe that when we go back, um, one of the things that we would really um, take very seriously is the the handbells. Um, Reverend gave us some handbells and we've been distributing them. And we've been taking some to some restaurants at our place. We've taken some to some banks. We've taken some to um, some of the ordinary eating places. And we really intensify it and also try and make um, bigger banners to paste them on the um, poles and any place that. I mean, we can place them so that it will attract people to know that Lighthouse is also in Obomoshaw and also to um, get signboards as well. And also to, I also noticed that there, there are a lot of radio stations at our place and they speak Yoruba. So one thing that I, I, has done on me so strongly is that if I go back, I should be able to learn the Yoruba very fast, as fast as I can, so that can I you can. learn it? I can. Mm. I actually know um, some of the um, words, but I don't. I can't construct sentences yet. But I, I believe strongly that with what I've heard now, I'll be able to. I mean, construct sentences maybe uh, by a year, because I know that there are some Ghanaians that who just come there to work. And by relating with the people, they have not consciously learned the language. They understand it. They speak it with the people. And I realize that it's helping them, for their, it's helping them in their work. Hmm. And I realize that for me, that's, this is my work of communicating with um, the people. 
and trying to get them to church to help the church to grow. It's something I should even take more seriously. And so I believe strongly that it's, go- it's going to work. Wow. And be preaching in Yoruba and also singing in Yoruba. I believe that it's, it's one of the things I've, I've been able to do. I know a lot of the Yoruba songs. And um, I believe that now I should move into the, the, the language itself so that the church and the people can identify, easily identify with us. Yeah. Because one of the things I noticed was that they... They, um, they, they, when Reverend Kingsley came to our place, they, they, they could not really recognize him very well, that he's a Ghanaian, because of the way he approached them. And I realized that if I learned the language, that means that they will not be able to even identify me. And then you'll be able to do more. Yes. It's powerful. Yes. Professor I, I just wanted to add something to... Um, my brother from Inchi, who says he's going to go on the radio and all that. I want to just give you an idea. What I, I do is... Are you on the radio? Yeah. The last time you came, I took you to the radio station, remember? To preach on preached, radio. Yeah, you preached on radio, so when you came. Um, you, you know, I, I do this thing. Take note of dates. For example, 6th of June, which is 6-6. Six, six. Now, 6 is the number of man. So I will say, look, 6 is the number of man. In the Bible, there is 666. Satan even likes using that number. So this month, either Satan will use somebody to destroy you, or God will use somebody to bless you. So we want to pray and change things in the spirit, so that God will use man to bless you. Now, things like that will, will, will draw people. And it's also true. It's very true. It's not like a lie. It's, it's the truth. For example, 7, 7, 7th of July. I mean, such days is a time to gather people. Say, look, things that you are, is not working. This is the day and the month. 7th, 7th. I mean, things like that. It will work. Uh-huh. So, I want to add that one too. Hallelujah. Yes, Pastor Aki. Thank you. Um, I was just thinking that for Brazil, I noticed that the that when when they come on TV, they bring medical reports, the X-ray before and the X-ray after the prayers. So I was thinking that for I'll talk to Lady Pastor Vita about it. That the people where we have prayed for in church that have healings and all of that use that as the handbill, right at the back. This is the testimony of this person and. He, because he came to this church, why shouldn't you also come to this church and receive a miracle? Mm. Right. Like as a handbill, because the handbills we have now just has an introduction to the church, but really nothing about what can happen to you in the church. Yeah. Mm. All right. Yes, Pastor James Watson. Using the principle of shamelessness. 
Reverend, concerning uh, the threats, God has given me three experiences that I have. We are talking about shamelessness. Shamelessness. What I, 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 I tell my people is that when you become born again and you, you were very, very bad, we smoker or stubborn or whatever, and I preach to you and you become born again, then I tell them that from today you are a Christian, you are born again, you are a child of God. Don't be ashamed to come to church. Don't okay. be ashamed to hold the Bible. Are you Bible. using it in, in, to make your church grow? Okay, yes. thank you, thank you. Sit down, sit down. Anakazo is important, number one. It is important because a certain type of evangelism is not going to work in this day and age. <laughs> it's already written there that it's not going to work in this day and age. So I'm reading it to you, since you will not read it. I'm holding and reading it to you. Anaka, number two. Anakazo is important because many of the people that need the gospel are not in places where they can receive bourgeoisie invitation cards. Yeah, you cannot reach them to give them cards. Number three. Dear pastor, without Anakazo, your church is going to be empty. Which is what we are saying. Bishop Obinim, Prophet One, their churches are overflowing. Overflowing. And they started, some of them, they started after you started. And their churches are overflowing. Yeah. That's why every pastor must study Nigerian characteristics of pastors when they are doing churches. Because they really have this natural, I think it's a natural I don't know what I instinct to flow in Anakazo things. Billboards, posters, banners. I mean, you think that a Nigerian is managing Tigo or a Nigerian is managing MTN. Everywhere you go. Number four. Without Anakazo, many churches are going to die a natural death. And then we should be supporting you and redistributing our wealth as you refuse to be shameless, force, compel, threat, necessitate. You don't want to do it. Somebody who is doing it, when the more people come, more money comes, he should take it and then redistribute it on those who are sleeping dogs. Let sleeping dogs lie. Is there, is there a, a, a proverb like that? Let sleeping dogs lie. Five, life is becoming more hectic as we approach the 21st century. Busy working people are going to have more and more excuses. The strategy of Anakazu will help you to overcome these excuses. As we got more, more reasons why people cannot come to church. That is why Pastor Kakra recorded over 200 people who did not come to church the week before. Then, who are the people in the church? There are more reasons why people do not come. In every town. Charlie, if you don't grow wild, the world is growing wild. 
You get it? Yeah. Right now, on the internet, you can have big, bigmama.com, blackmama.com, naked black women with fat bottoms, hippo virgin, Igbo virgin, that is a Nigerian Igbo virgin. Dot com. Hey, don't go and look for that website. Too. I mean, they are everything is pushing your face. It is for you. 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 Do you get it? Huh? And you and I we sit down coolly. For the world to take over the world. No. Please. An akazo is about being forceful. Amen. Are you going to be forceful? The one who is forceful has his church growing. That's why sometimes you say that look at the cholerics get things done and are able to make the churches work. How the phlegmatic sit by with a thousand excuses. It's true. You want to say something? Yeah? Say. Without an akazo, you are going church is going to die a natural death. Um the world being very aggressive, I think it's very true. Recently when I traveled, when I go out and come, I'll see under my door in my hotel room a prostitute's picture. A telephone number and everything. And every night when I go and come, I have a new set waiting for me. And I was thinking that hey, Chinese people they are very wild old. Yeah. And I was thinking that a church didn't place those things mm. Mm. under my my uh, my door every night. But the prostitutes they, they didn't give me one single rest. And I realized that the world has been very aggressive. So we also have to be very wild. Amen. Okay, we are going to close for the night. But I believe steps to an akazo. And an Akazo man prepares a great suffer. Amen. And an Akazo man does not keep to himself, but influences many people. Amen. And anyone practicing an Akazo is not prepared to cancel his service. An Akazo man is not prepared to have an empty meeting. But you see, all these examples, they are old examples. He's not overcome by people's excuses. That's why some people write books without stories. So that you have to create your own understanding. Because, oh, I'm not in any bus where people are making condoms into balloons. So, I, it, I cannot apply it to my life. 
Step number five. An Akazo man knows that many excuses are empty. He, number six, he knows that many excuses are lies. Number seven, he makes a way and does not give an excuse. Number eight, he goes out of his normal circles of life. Anakazo. The man went out of his normal circle. Many times your increase is going to come out of your normal circles. A lot of the increase in my life has come out of the normal circles of my life. Look at ISI convention. It's a camp. ISI convention. I went out of my normal circles. The normal circles of lighthouse churches. I'll go to USA camp. I'll go to England camp. I'll go to Ghana camp, Kodesh camp, Western region camp, this camp, this camp. I went out of my normal circles. And I have thousands of people that feel the Kodesh. The ISI convention makes an Akazo convention that we have look like it's a joke. Is it not true, Pastor? Yeah. When you see the ISI convention, it makes the Anakazo convention that we have with Reverend is we look like a joke compared to that one. But you see, that comes by going out of the normal circles. So now I'm preaching interpreting to French. Is it, is it not abnormal circles? It's not my normal circle. So what is the out of the normal circle of your life? Maybe you are not a student anymore. So out of the normal circle of your life is the students that are going to be with you. Some of the people who work with me who are secretaries to be and so on, I could give birth to them. Some of them are as young as 20 years younger than me. Or almost 20 years younger than me. It's not my normal circles of life, but my normal circles were not prepared to do such work. Do you understand? So I went out of my normal circles of life to people who are not even my age group. People who I could also give birth to. So what are the normal circles of your life? You see, and that is the thing. If you are not prepared to go out of the normal circle, and somebody goes out of the normal circles of his life to relate with people that he wouldn't have seen in his life, and he becomes prosperous and wealthy, then he should redistribute all the wealth to those who do not want to step out of their normal circles of life. That's all that we are having. You get it? True or not true? Yeah. Step number nine. An Akazo man is not satisfied as long as there is room. Amen. Amen. Without an Akazo, you are killing us softly and finishing the church. Amen. Yes. Can you speak to the microphone, please? Hello. Do we have a policy on the use of our church buildings for community events? Let's say in the towns, let's say within Ghana. No, we don't have a policy. So can people use them? Yes. To increase the church's importance in the the town? Yes. Okay. Good. Good, good. Stand to your feet. We closed. Offering. Welcome, Bishop Saki, to receive the offering. You may be seated. Please don't go out yet. Let's take the offering and we can close.
Hallelujah. All right. 